Hey guys, welcome to day 9 of our 90 day run. In today's episode, I took the audio from a training that I did on fear, pain, and generational curses. And I hope that this serves you. I hope you enjoy it. Don't forget to leave a review below, share the podcast out in your stories. Make sure you tag me in your stories for your chance to win our $90 prize at the end of this 90-day run. I hope you guys love this episode. If you want to connect with me on socials, all the links to all the things are in the show notes below. Enjoy, guys. Hello, hello, Facebook. Hello, Instagram. What is up, what is up, what is up? It is a little late, but... We are making it work. So I wanted to hop on tonight and I wanted to talk to you guys about fear. Because I feel like fear is another stumbling block that everybody deals with in their life in some sort of capacity. We all have fear arise. We all have it kind of knock us off our feet sometimes when we're least expecting it. Um, And I feel like there are two types of fear. So there is fear that is meant to protect you. Fear, this, this fear specifically is meant to keep you safe. Okay, so for example, some things that this fear would go in alignment with is like um say you're driving down the road and somebody goes to come over on in your lane and you get scared and but you automatically correct by maybe honking your horn or shifting to a different lane and you protect yourself and those in your car with you um that is the kind of fear that is meant for protection the other kind of fear that I believe that there is, is the fear that disguises itself and keeps you from being great. Hey, Sarah. And Buddha said a quote one time, fear does not prevent, prevent death. Fear prevents life. And I feel like some of you are allowing yourselves to be sabotaged by your fear. You are allowing yourselves to not live your best life and not step into the greatness that has your name on it because of a fear that has disguised itself to be something so massive in your emotions and in your life. But I want you to understand that if you're not taking risks, you're not going to get any rewards. If there are no risks, there's no rewards. And as soon as you get in touch with fear and you become a better person, you become a more developed individual. Because at this point, you can differentiate between the fear that's meant to keep you safe and the fear that's holding you back. Okay? And you have to get to a place where you become motivated but not fearful of something. So, for instance, whenever I went to begin my business outside of barbering, 
I was very afraid. <clears throat> I was very afraid and I allowed a lot of people to have a say as to how successful I was going to be with this business. And so I played very, very small. I mean, you can go back on my Facebook pages and see my first oil video of me talking about our BOGOs we were running with my son and he was literally like maybe six months old in my lap. I was playing so small and it wasn't until maybe a month, two months ago that I realized that I was playing small due to the fears that I had been holding on to within myself that were sabotaging me because of what other people were saying. Okay? And I just want you to understand you're never going to be able to fix the parts of your lives that need to be fixed until you're willing to heal that fear. Whether it is fear of letting people down, fear of what someone's gonna say about you, fear of what someone's going to think about you. Um, it can be anything, but you're not gonna heal. You're, you're not gonna get anywhere that you're wanting to go until you heal that, that place. Okay, and I feel like the, the, the basis and the core part of fear is that it reminds us that we're alive. It reminds us that we can do more. So when I made the decision a couple months ago to go all in on this business and really chase after this thing that has been tugging on my heart for years it's because I knew that I was meant for more than just a nine to five and I get you hear that all the time but I knew I was more than just a mom that goes to work every day and comes home and takes care of the house and her son and her husband I knew that I was meant for greatness and that I was meant to leave a legacy behind for my son that he can step into. And the thing is, is what you choose to do with your fear is going to, to, is going to determine your destiny. Whether you choose to meet that fear head on and really see it for what it is or whether you choose to let that fear define you that's going to be the defining moment in your life where you're going to know where you're going to be in 50 years I don't want to be where I'm at in 50 years so I decided to stop playing small I decided to go all out I decided to be big and be bold and be everything that I tell you guys to be but I finally decided to be that for myself. And the thing with fear is fear needs to be seen. Fear wants to be heard. 
it's, it's not an emotion that wants to be swept under the rug. Okay? And fear is trying to tell you something. And I look, in, in unpacking the whole fear thing, I learned that fear really just wants you to say, hey, I see you. I hear you. But I'm not going to be defined by you. Just like a baby that cries that wants to be seen and heard. Fear is there and it wants you to acknowledge that you're afraid to act anyways. Everything that I've taught you guys in the past few days has been a muscle that you could grow. Just like going to the gym, working out your legs, you're not get, it's not going to happen overnight. It takes consistent action. And if you consistently choose to look at your fears and accept them for what they are and say, I see you, I hear you, but I'm not going to be defined by you and I'm going to take the leap anyways, that muscle is going to grow. It's going to grow. And you have to let go of the fear of feeling fear. Does that make sense? A lot of times before I was so afraid of being afraid. Which is silly now that I think about it. 23 years old, I'm a grown woman. Grown woman, okay? But I was so afraid of being afraid. I would go to get on live videos and I would literally almost go into a full-blown panic attack because I was afraid of being afraid. I was afraid of getting on and stumbling over my words or stuttering or saying something wrong. But as soon as I decided to act anyways, and as soon as I decided to jump and take the leap, things drastically changed for me. And the thing is, is that kind of fear can be toxic. The kind of fear that plays with your head and keeps you from doing the things you want to do and being who you want to be in life. It can be so toxic. It can make you stay where you are much longer than you need to. And the thing is, is the only way to overcome it is to step into it, feel it, and then conquer it. To acknowledge it and say, I, I see that you're here because Fear is a natural emotion. It is our brain's way of signaling to us that something is off, something's wrong, you're about to go do something that is out of your normal. You don't usually do X, Y, Z. Because our brains look for consistent patterns. Our brains thrive and grow and expand off of patterns. And as soon as something happens that breaks the patterns within our brain, 
then it signals to us and that signal can be fear anxiety anything any anything like that like any emotion and it's simply signaling us to let us know that something is out of the normal and it's your job to decipher whether it's something out of the out of the normal that you need to be safe with or something out of the normal that you need to take a chance with honestly guys like seriously you are capable of dealing with fear and hardship and the thing is is once you realize that you're capable of dealing with fear and hardship then you'll realize that you're capable of dealing with fear and hardship. Stop being afraid to be afraid. Stop being afraid to do something because it's scary and it's hard. You don't have to see the whole staircase. You need to see the first step. So take the first step. Tell your fear, hey, I see you. I hear you. I know this is a little bit different than what we're used to doing. But it's okay, I'm going to take the first step anyways. And this will slowly start to get so much easier. So much easier. Because fear is a necessary emotion. Fear is very necessary for you to grow into who you want to be. Fear is very necessary for you to expand. And I've told you guys a million times that it is our natural human nature to want to grow. It is our natural human nature to want to expand and to get to places and reach experiences that are much bigger than us. And fear is a necessary part of that. But once you see the value in what fear offers, you can change how you respond to the fear. And you can also recognize your patterns of fear and work with it. So something I want you to start paying attention to is think of situations where you get afraid. And then ask yourself how frequently those situations happen and what is the common denominator in all of those situations. So for me, it used to be whenever I was going to go live on any platform and what is so ironically hilarious about that is I was so afraid to go live on any of my socials, yet every single time I did, no one showed up. No one, not even my mama or my dad. Nobody got on my lives when I first started, yet I was so scared to get online and fumble. I was so afraid to get online and mess it up. No one was watching me anyways. This was back in 2019. End of 2018, beginning of 2019. 
So from 2018 until the end of 2021, I played super small. I did not consistently work on my business. I barely went live. You might have seen a post about oils every now and then because I was so terrified. It took me three and a half years to get to the place where I could overcome fear and decide to go all out on my desires and my hopes and my dreams and my passions. It took that long. And I'll tell you, as soon as I started showing up in my authentic way and not the way that I saw everybody else showing up, that's when everybody started coming. And I wish I could have went back and told the younger version of me that. Because I allowed fear to cripple me to the place where I wouldn't even hit a live button when no one was showing up anyways. I wasted valuable time of practice because you're never going to get good at something if you practice. It's three and a half years later and I've been going live three times a day every day and I still stutter over myself. But that's okay. That's fine because I'm still getting my message out there. I'm still reaching people. My lives have a consistent replay of 60 people plus when it used to not even have a single one. As soon as you realize the value of fear and you realize what it can offer and how it can change, you're going to change how you respond to that fear. And you have to understand that when you can identify it and you can start to shift out of the patterns that keep sabotaging you, that's when you're going to be able to grow. That's when you're going to be able to grow. When you recognize and accept it, and you just take a deep breath and make the decision that you're not going to be defined by it, that's when you will see shifts. No one wants to be known as the Barney Five of the world. I don't want to be the one, I don't want to be the girl that had to walk around with one bullet in my pocket because. I was too scared to take the shot. I want to live a legacy. I want to leave a legacy. I don't want to be the Barney Five of the world. And I'm sure you don't either. So stop letting fear come in with its imposter syndrome and keep you from living the life that you are meant to live. Come to terms with it. Fear is equivalent to pain in some instances. And I feel like that's why a lot of people become so just debilitated by it. 
because they correlate fear with pain without understanding that fear does not have to marry pain. Fear can be its own thing that tells you, hey, you're doing something different and you can move past it. You can make the step even if you're afraid. But the pain is there to protect us and to also teach us lessons. And until you learn to separate your fear from your pain and until you learn to take inspired action even though you're unsure and until you learn to take your pain and look it in the face and heal it so that you can release it and you can overcome it then you're going to be stuck you can't allow fear and pain to be married in your life It's okay to be afraid sometimes. Yes, it is. It's our brain trying to tell us that we're causing a disruption in the normal. But you cannot live in pain. And we, a lot of time, we tend to disguise our pain as fear. And our pain is not fear. Our pain is the result of traumatic experiences that we have chosen to push under the rug and hope that it never comes back up. But with pain, there are lessons. It's kind of like when a man hurts himself, <laughs> what does he try to do? He goes, nah, nah, man, nah, I'm good, I'm good. He might have twisted his ankle, okay? No, I'm good, I'm good. Limps off, playing hard, big and bad, right? But, he goes and he does whatever he's doing throughout the day. He might go ride a skateboard, might go play a little basketball, whatever. Next thing you know, he's done torn his ACL. He didn't stop to notice the pain. He didn't stop to deal with the pain before it got bigger than it originally had to be. It's the same thing in your life. If you don't want your pain to get to a place where you cannot bear it, you have to meet it where it's at. And you have to heal it. And that healing is not going to be easy. Healing is never easy. It's not meant to be easy. It's meant to be a process that pulls back the veil on the lesson that God or the universe or whoever you want to call him is trying to teach you. And as soon as you learn the lesson, you can bless it and release it and move to your next, your next level. But as long as we are dwelling on the pain, you're not going to go anywhere. You're not. You have to ask yourself, how is the pain from my past affecting who I am today?
Is it affecting me in a good way? Have I learned what I don't need to do now or in the future? Or is it affecting me in, a, in such a way that I have become toxic to those around me? Especially if you're a parent. I've had to unlearn so many things that I learned growing up that I learned and now I see that that is not something that I want to pass on to my child. And it wasn't necessarily pain, that's not what I'm saying, and I have great parents. But there's a lot of things that society as a whole teaches you when you're young not always meant to be taught and so it is your job as an adult to unlearn the things that you never should have learned it's your job as an adult to heal your trauma and to heal your pain so that you are not passing that trauma and that pain onto your children I hear people all the time, I'm going to be the one that breaks the generational curses and the generational cycle stop with me. Well, what are you doing to stop it? Seriously. What are you doing to stop it? Are you in therapy? If you can't afford therapy, that's fine. Are you going to church? Are you talking to your pastor? Are you journaling? Are you asking yourself self-reflection questions to dive deeper into why you are triggered by XYZ? If you want the pain and the generational curses to stop with you, then just talking about it is not enough. You have to be about it. You have to do the work. You have to take the action. And I did not plan on going off on this rant. But apparently, God wants somebody to hear it. A lot of you have sat there in your homes when you were young and watched things happen that never should have happened. And then the same people that sat there and saw those things now sit there in their own home as grown adults and see the same things go on and they have deja vu they don't say a word you can't complain about your life you can't complain about your generational curses you can't complain about how unhappy you are with things if you're not doing a single thing to change it And it might go back to fear. It might go back to the fact that you're afraid. And that's fine. Tell your fear, I see you, I hear you. But you're not defining me. Tell your pain, I see you. I feel you. I hear what you're trying to tell me. I get the lesson that you're trying to teach me, but I'm not going to be defined by you anymore. I'm not going to be defined by the gener generational curses 
that have been passed through my family for generation after generation because nobody would stand up and say, you're not defining me anymore. At some point, we have to take ownership. At some point, we have to take responsibility. At some point, we have to say enough is enough. I'm done with the repeating patterns. I'm done with the repetitive behavior. It's time to cause a disruption. Be the disruptor. Be the disruptor in the fear. Be the disruptor in the pain. Be the disruptor in the uncomfortable. Stop allowing everyone else and your fear and your pain to define who you are and how you show up. Because I'll tell you this, I've got a son that needs to see you get up. I've got a son that needs to see you get up and break the curses that's been passed down from one family member to another. And I have a son that needs to see you say no more. Our kids need to see massive changes be made. Our kids need to see a shift in how we as adults show up. Our children need to see a change. What used to work doesn't work anymore. What used to fly, what used to be cool, you know, it's, it's not anymore. Do not be defined by your pain. Do not be defined by your fear. Take the step, even if you can't see the whole staircase, make the shifts, heal what you need to heal. Heal the trauma, heal the pain, heal the fear, heal everything inside of you that is holding you back. And then go and be the disruptor that starts the ripple effect in your immediate circle. Be the leader. You can't expect people to follow in your action if you're not doing it yourself. Follow by example, or lead by example. Lead by example and they will follow by example. I am being so serious right now. You get tired of seeing your family have the same arguments. You get tired of seeing your family and your household have the same tension in it. Be the leader and say enough is enough. Enough is enough. You get tired of seeing that family member that's an alcoholic 
tear their family apart, be the disruptor. Say enough is enough. You've got to start taking back your life. And as soon as you start taking back your life and quit letting fear define who you are, the people around you will follow suit because you're leading by example. I love you guys. I know I went off on a whole tangent. Don't even know why I felt like I need to say all that. <laughs> I guess God had a message for somebody tonight. But I love you guys. It is 11.48 my time. As you can tell, I've got sleepy eyes. I'm on like my 20th cup of coffee. Got one more life to go for today. And then I get to go get in bed. So I love you. And I hope you have the best night. And I hope this, this talk served you in some way. Have a great night, guys. Bye.